Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News Defenders of the Earth Defenders The Weekly Planet The Weekly Planet Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Mason. Hey! Hey! Yeah, nice. Did you just elbow that record player behind you, that duped box? Oh, I've hurt my elbow very badly. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I've, oh, I've cut it open. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, thank you. That's, that's what I wanted to happen, okay. actually. Great. Well, uh, it's great to be here. I'll slowly bleed out over the course of the podcast, because we cannot stop for any reason. No. Nah. We're recording a little bit late. So we gotta we gotta power. That's true. Through. We gotta get this out ASAP. I will sacrifice my life for yep. content. We were planning on recording earlier, but both of us uh, saw Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> that's right. And it went for four days. Yeah, that's right. So this was supposed to come out Friday. Mm. So we apologize. Now we're gonna talk about that, Mason. We've got a bunch of other news which is time coded below, including news on Deadpool 3's release date, including Captain Marvel, the the new tracking numbers and whether Bree Mar- Marvel. Brie, Brie Captain Marvel. Brie Larson wants to be Captain Marvel, a popular 90s cartoon. She doesn't want to Brie Captain Marvel? No. What do you want me to say to that? You I don't know. Dip down your glasses. I don't know. Like, do you want me to doesn't always acknowledge work. it or James, this like podcast, bounce James, off this, that? this podcast doesn't always work. <laughs> I just want you to acknowledge that this podcast doesn't work. I'm happy I to. to I'm, pro- I would love I wanted to. to provide a concrete example of <laughs> the podcast sometimes doesn't work and here, here it is. <laughs> so a uh, uh, popular 90s cartoon. Okay. Becoming live action. Oh, Gen V season two, Mason. Man, Matthew Vaughn's been doing the round this week, rounds this week and talking about a bunch of stuff, including a Kickass reboot and a Star Wars reboot, and then of course Killers of the Flower Moon, etc. Mm-hmm. Before we do that, Mason, uh, if you're signed up to BigSandwich.co, which I know you are, if you're listening, I know that you are. Yes. Uh, Collings, who edits this show and does various other things, recently put up all the Q and A's we've done over the years, starting like 2015, 2016. Yeah, so maybe. for a long time, once a year, we would, uh, we yeah. would uh, put up, uh, people could make a charity donation mm-hmm. to a charity of our choice. Which we should do again, but we haven't. We have, Well, I mean, I think we at, at a certain point we were like, people are pretty busy. They've got a lot of stuff going on. Sure, yeah. And not a lot of money to do that with. Yeah. But look, everybody. We'll funnel it all through bigsandwich.co. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's back and everybody's flush with cash right now. Yeah, everybody's right. struck oil. So. <laughs> 
We'll bring these back. But anyway, uh, we we would uh, ask people to make a donation to a charity, and then as a as a as a little reward, they could ask a question to us, and then we would answer them all in a big block. We did that for a few years, and if you if you donated any amount of money, you could you could listen to the Q and A. That's right. Uh, and uh, yeah, they're all up now on BigSandwich.com. Exactly. If you want to hear old opinions on things, that's right. They're all there. Some are probably if you probably listen to them all in 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 a row, you can probably hear a bunch of stories repeated, yep. as well as a bunch of opinions that are completely different from year to year. That's right. And just just wrong facts. Mm-hmm, oh my mm-hmm. god, incredible and stuff. Being excited for movies that were bad. Yep, that's all right. That, yeah. Being excited for upcoming years that were bad. That's right. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's got it all. These, it's got, these it's, Q&As. it's got it all. I imagine it's time for delays, but good. I love that. Due to the ongoing uh, actors' strike, which is still happening, mm. uh, it's all falling it down and apart, which uh, which I love. Um, they're looking to push back Deadpool 3 off its May 3rd release date to a later date, we don't know as of yet. Apparently about half of it has been filmed oh. as of so far, and it looks as if Captain America Brave New World is moving up from July 26th to fill that May 3rd gap. I see. Okay. Uh, which is the... Where the, the 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 Captain America with the wings is Captain America. That's exactly right. And it's about what else is it about? Red Hulk, maybe, or is that Thunderbolts? Which is the red? Which is the Harrison Ford one? Thunderbolt Ross. Okay, he, yeah. in the Thunderbolts. No. So he's in this. Yes, he's okay. in this. Yes, because no, he is because um, Anthony Mackie. Oh, sure yeah, he's was talking like, about him. Yeah. <laughs> he showed up and he was like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's, I remember. Because he's like, let's get it done. Let's And, and Anthony Mack is like, that's so cool. He's just here being like, let's get it done. Yeah. Let's get it done and over with. <laughs> what a pro. <laughs> let's get it done and over with and leave and smoke weed and get in a little plane and fly around in a little plane. <laughs> that's right. So, what a pro. So, yeah, so that's that's all. Uh, so apparently Brave New World is, well, it was called, what was, it was called, it was called New World Order. Yeah, and people are like, oh, you can't really call something like that because there's a lot of conspiracy theories around mm. around such a thing. Yeah, I don't really know much about this one, to be honest, and, you know, I guess we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out at the movies. At the movies on May 3rd, unless it's delayed, which could be. Could which very things well often be, are. Yeah. yeah, so that's fine. Now, speaking of Marvel, Mason. Go on. Deadline are reporting that Captain Marvel, now last week it was reported that the opening weekend of that would be 50 to 75 million. Okay. Which was a bit of a disappointment. But not a total disaster. It could be, depending yeah. on the legs. Yeah, it absolutely could be a total disaster. Let mm-hmm. me just clarify. But now it looks like it's going to make 75 to 80 million potentially. That's less of a disaster. But it's still a total disaster. A Let total just... disaster, and that's unfortunate, yeah. yeah. Considering the last one made a billion dollars. Yeah. If we're considering this a sequel to Captain Marvel. That's right, which it is. Mm-hmm. I think also, um, yeah, I mean, we've, we've, we've talked about this, but people aren't going just to see anything at the moment. That's true. It's events. Yeah. It's word of mouth. That's the stuff that's kind of carrying at the moment and – Especially when you can't get the actors in the movie to promote the movie. That's true. It's there's not really, uh, you know, mm. there's no there, there's no buzz around it. After this, there isn't an Avengers movie. That's so true. you know, it's I don't unless it's like amazing and it carries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then then we'll find out. But it is the shortest Marvel movie ever made, which is either a really good thing or a really bad thing, or it means nothing. That's right. I can't tell you. Yeah. It could be any of those three things or a secret fourth thing. That's right. Yeah. Uh, which we'll only know at time. Is the of directors release. the director's strike is over. Yeah, I think so that, was, that was over like long ago. Yeah, though, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. So the directors are doing stuff like walking the red carpet with like the names of the cast on their shirt or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And all the, and even though the director might not have actually directed this movie as we've talked about. Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who directs anything, you know? Mm. Who directs anything? Martin Scorsese. That's and true. we'll talk about him. Uh, and there's a bit of further Captain Marvel news. Is uh, This is from, via the Watch podcast. They said the future. It's just called the Watch podcast? Yeah. 
Let's Damn, we could have got that. Yeah, but we didn't. No. I, I think... Um, I think they would die in SEO, though. Right. Yeah, well, that's what to, I was saying. Hard to Google to... it. There's a movie coming out called And. And? Yeah. No question mark, nothing? Nope, just And. Let me check that. I'm going to Google that and see well, what... Well, Google's gotten, Google's gotten better at finding yeah. that sort of thing, but it's also gotten worse at everything else. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> it just says popular movies. That's the first result. And the first one is not Old Dads, which, which may be able to talk about this week. Yeah, and is directed by Yorgos Lanthimos. Lanthos, Lanthos, yeah. yeah. Oh, Emma Stone, something, something. Mm. Okay. Yeah, Google's gotten quite good at like, if you're like, oh, mm. that band, The The, you look them up and it's like The The Band the, the, or whatever. Band. But if you're like, how do I change a light bulb? It's like, oh, it's 20 uh, like AI-generated articles about how nice different types of light bulbs are or whatever. And how nice, how nice are they? Very nice. Oh, my God. <laughs> if they weren't so nice, there wouldn't be 20 articles, would there? I guess that's true. Uh, so the Watch podcast has said, the future of these uh, those Marvel icons uh, are unclear. So this is like the people that were planning to replace like the core three. So the departure of the franchise anchors like Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, and Scarlett Johansson has already t- had already taken its toll and as, as had the shocking loss of Chadwick Boseman. But other MC- MCU Star Wars... <laughs> Stalwarts? Yes, sure. We're he- uh, we're- <laughs> we get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. We're heading for the exits. The Guardians of the Galaxy cast went on a farewell tour. Brie Larson grew disillusioned and Marvel tussled with Sony in a custody battle over Tom Holland. Yeah. <laughs> like he's a child. <laughs> yeah. He is a little boy. You have to go live with Sony during wanna... the week and then you can come and stay with Marvel, your dad, for the but weekend. So- Sony sucks. <laughs> <laughs> they don't let me have to share my room with the Spider-Man or whatever. I have to share my room with Morbius. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, because I guess the the you know the the plan was replace Thor, Captain America, Iron Man with like Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange, maybe. Yeah, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, new Captain America, Shang Chi. Where's he? Where's he? Where Shang Chi. Where's he? Where is he? That could be the name of the next movie. Yeah. Shang Chi. Where's he? Uh, He's back parking cars again. <laughs> I don't know if Brie Larson was the wrong person for the role necessarily, but the toxic backlash means that Brie Larson doesn't want to play Carol Danvers anymore. And fair enough. Yeah. Because that shit is crazy. Like, obviously it's, whenever we say this, people are like, what, you can't not like somebody? You can, yeah, obviously. You, but you, you got to acknowledge that, like, the absolute fucking vitriol that has been mm. tossed at her. And most of it is nothing. It like, is it's absolutely for no nothing, reason. Yeah. And now it's all kind of got over to Rachel uh, Zegler as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's copping a lot of flack for Snow White. A movie, like, what do you even care about Snow Who cares about yeah, Snow White? What are you doing? What are you doing? So, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if she's like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. It's fucking mm. awful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like mean, she's got her Oscar. That. She's got, you yeah. know, a bunch of paydays for a bunch of movies that she's done. She's doing that Apple show where she's teaching everybody about chemistry or whatever. What? There's a, she's doing an Apple TV show about chemistry. Huh. Which is like, I love chemistry. I'm an important woman in chemistry or something. It's called chemistry. Okay. I don't know. What so it's this called. is this isn't Brie Larson teaches us chemistry. No, it's not. I'm like, an important woman in chemistry. I'm Brie Larson. It's just rebranding. It's not like Jeff Goldblum looks at things okay. and goes, "Oh, okay, all right, all right." That's bad. called lessons in chemistry. Okay, there you go. Does that have a double meaning? Is some of the chemistry romantic, kissy chemistry? Mason, it's not out till October thirteenth. Yeah, which is past. Yeah, so, and I don't know because I haven't seen it. All right, okay. I haven't seen it. So, yeah, there you go. I mean, they've got other Captain Marvels as well. That's true, yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you think it is a thing of like... This one's basically like, which one do you like the most? They'll get another movie. Yeah. Do you think it is a thing where like they should have done an Avengers movie by now? Yeah, it feels like they should have, shouldn't it? It's been they? four years since the last one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. People have forgotten who the bloody Avengers are. Who are the Avengers now? 
John Steed and Emma Peel. Okay, that's Those great. Those two weirdo British people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you know? they beat up Sean Connery. In they beat up movie. Sean Connery. He was in a bear suit. <laughs> yeah. You remember that? He was trying to build a weather machine. I haven't seen the movie, but I do remember that. I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, okay, right. those are the kind of circles that I move in. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the Avengers fan club for people who haven't seen <laughs> the right. remake of The Avengers, but the British version, not the but, American version, but the movie was American, I guess, anyway. That's right. Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes. Emma, Emma, Emma Thurman. Thurman. Thank you. Emma Thurman. Emma Thurman. Yeah. All right. This is via THR. So the 90s animated series Gargoyles. Sure. Uh, is being remade into live action. Whoa. As a Disney Plus series. Are they going to get Keith David? Oh, is he, uh, was he, um, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Goliath? Yes. Is that the original cast? Yes. Well, that, like that. He was like their Optimus Prime, but he was a gargoyle. That's right. So my understanding of... Gargoyles was that it was the team behind the Batman the Animated Series. They were oh, like, I don't know. It could have been. They were like, make your make your own thing. Ah, I remember really liking that show. Yeah, and apparently it only did like three seasons, but it grew kind of. They're gonna a get Jonathan following. Frakes back. Oh yeah, he was the guy who lived on top of the tower yes. or whatever, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm just having a look here. Blah 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 blah. Hang on. Yeah, the series was received fa- fa- oh, no, it's favorably in comparison to Batman. No, that's not <laughs> what I'm after. No. Um, so you've made the mistake there of Googling anything. Yeah. So some of the writers on this year were uh, coming off having written extensively for Batman the Animated Series. So there you go. I knew nice. that was and there is a kind of a similar, um, I feel like, aesthetic between that. It's the gargoyles. Well, it's the gargoyles, but mm. it's also that Art Deco kind of, and the gargoyles. The gargoyles, And it's primarily. all at night and whatever. Anyway, what do you remember of that show? Tell me. Isn't the premise that back in the in the distant past. Back in the gargoyle times. Back in the gargoyle times, there were a bunch of gargoyles, and they were <laughs> gargoyling about, <Yep. laughs> doing some gargling, yeah. <laughs> which is what you called Googling back in the day. <laughs> and... Uh, then they get cursed, don't they get cursed to turn to stone as if is traditional they, gargoyles? If they're out at night or something. Or is there? No, out. that during the day they turn to stone. So yeah. they, they come alive at night. But they but they're cursed so that they can all, they'll they'll remain as stone forever until the castle goes above the clouds or above something. Above the clouds, which which the, the this foolish wizard was like, Well, that'll never happen. Yeah. Because I don't understand urban planning. I'm an <laughs> idiot. So then Jonathan Frakes hears about this legend. Jonathan Frakes, the actor, and he gets yep. the gargoyles and he puts them on. He goes, on. I'm going to use my Star Trek money for something absolutely insane. That's right. and he Something puts, absolutely cooked, mate. And he takes the gargoyles to Manhattan, yeah. New York, baby, yep. and he puts them on a big skyscraper and then they reawaken yep. in the modern times. And they fight crime and whatever. Yes. I remember there was an episode where, because some of the gargoyles were smashed in oh, the past, because yes. you can smash them because they're made of stone. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And one of them, they got like his mind and put it in like a robot gargoyle in the modern Ooh, day. No. I'm like, well, this is some good stuff, man. Yeah, I really enjoyed Gargoyles. What were the villains, though? Hey, Jonathan Frakes was one of the villains. Yeah, but besides him. I think there were other supernatural beings and Gargoyles. Okay. Probably that wizard comes back. Because I have no, because I remember Gargoyles. But the I wizard no... comes back and gets hit by a car because he doesn't understand urban planning <laughs> yeah, and right. urban environments. Exactly right, <laughs> yeah. you, you fool. <laughs> so Gary Dalberman and James Wan's Atomic Monster are behind this. Uh, Gary Dalberman wrote on... James um, Wan's Atomic Monster is yeah. behind this? Yeah, that's right. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he's doing that beside, instead of Atomic Monstering around the city. I think so. Mm. Gary Dalberman worked on Annabelle. He held this pencil. Draw on this animation cell, Atomic Monster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Annabelle Creation, Annabelle Comes Home, and he also did the pilot of a live-action DC series Swamp Thing, oh. uh, which I, that's a good tone, I think, for that. Yeah. I haven't seen any of the Annabelle movies, but oh. some – to all of them are good, and I don't know which ones. Right. But I did like that Swamp Thing mm-hmm, um, series sure. from what I saw of it, and then they cancelled it before it was finished. And while they were filming it, I'm not exactly sure what happened there. So, yeah. 
just good things. Okay, here's a question for certainly, you. Certainly, certainly, a, 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 an image of portent of things to come, and all good, oh, all good no things. Doubt. You know, are they going to cancel this immediately and then take it off the, the gargoyles, Disney, the Disney Plus app, because it's not Marvel or Star Wars? I reckon it'll get one season, then we never see it again. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. And that's all you want? Yeah. Okay. You happy with that? Yeah. I mean, it is this thing of like, do people? I mean, we remember it, uh-huh. but even then, we I vaguely remember. I think it. people my our age don't really remember it, though, right? No, everybody remembers gargoyles. Everybody, everybody we know, maybe who like moves in our gargoyle circles. Sure, sure, sure. But I don't who think watch it's What's Up Doc. Yeah, it's not. Uh, a, I don't think it's like school. a common thing. I think it's a very common thing. All right. They recently remastered the video game. That's oh out. yeah. Mm-hmm. Here we go, Mason. You've been watching Gen V. No, I'm an episode or two behind. Okay, great. But I don't mind it. I saw a little clip of a cameo, a secret cameo. Oh, I haven't made. seen that yet. Oh. Okay, cool. It's been confirmed for season two. Great. Uh, apparently the end of this season is going to dovetail right into The Boys season four, I want to say, that okay. they're up to. Maybe it's going to dovetail into The Boys season two. You reckon? Yep. <laughs> that wouldn't make any sense, Mason. Not canonically and in the timeline, it doesn't make any sense. Why would you say that? People are going to be mad. We're going to get emails about that. Right. I hope you're happy. I am very happy because I did a fun <laughs> little goof. <laughs> So, yeah, that's not really surprising. It appears to be doing well. And mm. I think the boys' season four, when's that out? Is that out this year? Might be next year. Maybe. And then that season is going to dovetail into Gen V season next season, right? Season two? Season six. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? That's right. They wouldn't even be Gen V anymore. They'd be like graduated. They'd be graduated. They'd have jobs. They'd work in you know, various pubs in Europe. The backpack. I don't know <laughs> what they're doing, Mason. What do young people do? Gen V gap year. All right. We've got some Matthew Vaughan news. Been doing the rounds this week. You okay, must have great. something out. Yeah, it's Argyle. Which one's that? The one with the cat. Oh cat yeah, the box. is that cat out? in the box? Is that out yet? I don't know if it's out yet. No. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, we'll know when we see what Matthew Vaughan has to say. Okay, this is, I've got no information about that, but he revealed at New York Comic Con and then by EW that a Kickass reboot is in the works. God, that's twisted. But you'd expect that from the twisted mind of Matthew Vaughan, wouldn't exactly. you? Exactly. He said Kickass changed people's perception of what a superhero film is. Would you say that's true? No. Okay, <laughs> we're doing it again. <laughs> a little bit? No. 2010? Nah. Come on. Nah. I think so. All right. There were some ideas there that you didn't see before. I saw them all at a time. <laughs> saw them all way at a time. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe for if you, anything, I think it set superhero movies back a bit. I don't think that's true. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, we're doing it again. Uh, so basically he's doing a Kick-Ass reboot. He says none of the, none of the other characters from Kick-Ass uh, are in it that we'd like to have them back after the reboot. I can't really talk about it, but it's fun. Now, this to me... Sounds like you're talking about it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> saying it's fun. <laughs> this to me, though, sounds like that this is a sequel and not a... Reboot. Reboot. Because in the comic books, there's original Kick-Ass, his name's Dave Lewitsky or something, uh-huh. and there's a second Kick-Ass called Patricia Lee. Right. And she's got, like, a daughter and she's a veteran and whatever, and she takes on the Kick-Ass thing and she... Does some mob crime local stuff. Okay, so great. it's a leg it's a legacy character. Also yeah, sure, sure. there's Hit Girl. I think Hit Girl pretty much remains Hit Girl mm. and like the same age. But she also at one point, I remember, puts like just a guy in the kick ass suit. She's like, I need like a sidekick. So oh, she right, just uh-huh. puts like a normal guy in it. He's like, I don't want to do this. And she's like, shut up. Or whatever. So what I think he's talking about here when he says none of the characters fr- from the other kick asses are in it, but we'd have them back after the reboot. I I think they're gonna bring back like or they'll try to bring back like older kick-ass, yeah, right. older hit girl and, and okay. all of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Chloe sure. Grace Moretz's show got cancelled and um, Aaron Taylor-Johnson is going to be out of work after Craven. So oh, they yeah. bring her back. You don't think they're going to go dovetail straight into Craven number two? No. Nope. You don't think so? No. Nope. Okay. 
That was the one where she was a robot and you'd go into a different reality or something? Correct, the peripheral, yeah. yeah. Did you finish it? No. How was it? Great. <laughs> you liked it? I liked it generally, but again, it's, you know. Why finish it when they're not going to finish it? No, but I, I, I stopped watching before they cancelled it. Me but, too. But um, no, it's just a thing of like there's. It's it's a too, that show for me is a too much stuff situation. Okay, like I could sit down. It's time travel and dimensional and robots. No, and... but it's I could sit down and watch seven more hours of that, or I could go and watch Killers of the Flower Moon for four days. Yeah, you know, there's, I've just got limited time now to yeah, to juggle yeah. all this stuff. You yeah, know. absolutely. It's just on the list of, of stuff that I've got to get to. But won't. but again, why would I? Because <laughs> it's being cancelled, and it probably ended on a cliffhanger where they were like, actually, there's another reality. Oh, uh, another reality. Yeah, yeah. You thought there was only two or three or whatever. I guess there's I actually did. a fourth one. Oh my god, the fourth one. I thought there was only two or three. Nah, there's a fourth one. I reckon. Oh, well, three or four. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a scientist. <laughs> You're a scientist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, okay. there's, there's, a, there's an extra one, so there's three or four. Was or it whatever. different realities or was it, different, was it a different point in the future? Or, it was a reality thing, right? Or it was like, this, well, this video game looks so real, but it wasn't a video game. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, time, it was time, time, parallel time, parallel time, universe. Time, time, yeah, yeah. It was a time pie. It was a time, big time pie. <laughs> it was a big time time pie. Okay, great. That's really good. Uh, he also, I'm a scientist. <laughs> he also spoke to... The Happy, Sad, Confused podcast. Uh-huh. He always gets a lot of uh, good information, this guy, um, about a Star Wars reboot, Matthew Vaughn and what he what he would do with Star Wars. I better be twisted on yeah. account of his twisted mind. Absolutely. Said for me, doing a Star Wars. Do you think he asked for some? Do you think they vet that? Because you know how the, the trailer for Argyle says from the twisted mind of Matthew Vaughn. Do you think they go, hey, Matthew Vaughn. Can we say this? We're going to say you've got a twisted mind. Mm. Like, well, actually, I think it's normal. <laughs> I've got a normal mind. That's rude. But don't... you would think that if your mind was so twisted, you would look at all the twisted things ah. you thought and you'd go, this is actually normal for me. Okay, like so, Tim Burton. Yeah, yeah, Tim Burton, the Joker. Yeah, you know, yeah that sort that's of, all that normal stuff. Okay. Mm. So, then you, so you're saying that because it's twisted, he doesn't have a twisted mind because he's like, so I've got a twisted mind. But he doesn't really have a twisted mind. He's like Jared Leto's Joker. I don't think he has a twisted mind, honestly. No? What if, what if his work is twisted? I mean, Kick-Ass is pretty Not subversive. that And twisted. it also, it's... It set a different trend in comic books. I don't think it did. Movies. Of being twisted. What about when he put Elton John in that movie for a really long time? That was pretty twisted in, in Kingsman 2. He wasn't that for a long time. What about the time when he used Hitler in a post credit scene? Was that him? Yeah. That is my That Kick-Ass 3. That's pretty Do we talk about that? Yeah. No, did we talk about the sequel to that? Oh, uh, I don't know. But it's happening, right? It's The Rise it is of happening. Hitler. I meant to put it's that in this the week. The Kingsman sequel, The Rise of Hitler. Yeah, here we go. I'm going to bring this up. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, no, I can't, Mason. Where is it? James, we'll just wing it. You don't need, you don't need any information. No, I do. We're just going to jump in. We'll imagine it. For, you, for those people who don't, who don't know, at the end of The Kingsman 3, which was a prequel, at the end they go, oh, well, I'll tell you what, we've got big things planned for you. Adolf Hitler. And it was a lot of people, <laughs> including probably us, were like, oh, this is a this is a riff on how at the end of every Marvel movie, at the end there's a ridiculous cameo or like a, you know, a, a, a tease for the next thing kind of thing. Exactly. And then, you know, a lot of people were like, well, that, this is obviously a joke based yeah. on that. Like who, what's the silliest idea you could throw into the, what's the most twisted, quite frankly, yeah, that yeah. you could put in there and they're like, well, what if we teased Hitler <laughs> as a, as the, like a Thanos style. Yeah. So, but apparently they're actually doing they're this. They're going to do it, yeah. I can't remember what that's called, but there is another Kingsman 3 movie which is going to have Taron Egerton and Colin Firth back. Yeah. And that one's called The Blue Blood. Okay. So there you go. And we've look, we've talked quite recently about Big Game, which is the comic book series that ties together all the yeah. um, Mark Miller properties, including Kingsman and 
uh, the traitor king. It's called okay, and kick ass and etc. So I wonder, but these are these would all be separate production companies, I think. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so some of them, yeah, although they are for all from the Twisted Mind of Matthew Vaughan. It's true, but yeah, Miller World. Some of them were out in other, like he's sold off the rights. Yeah, uh-huh. so some are most are with Netflix, and any that have ongoing contracts, which probably still includes Kick Ass and this. Yeah. Aren't, but they mm. could probably figure that out. Okay. Um, so how do you feel about a, a a secret agent movie that's a bit wacky and twisted, but it's also about the rise of Hitler? Yeah, we'll take on the rise of Hitler and the English. bad guy. I yeah, think. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put my foot down and say I reckon he's a bad guy. I'm with you on that. I don't. I don't. We don't agree on much. Yeah, but uh, certainly not on this. <laughs> no, we both agree that Hitler oh. was a bad guy. Oh, okay, right. Unless you think a different thing. No, I think that. Okay, so take on the rise of Hitler, the English aristocracy, because of course there are. Links between the English aristocracy and royal family to, mm. you know, to like German families and also to a lot of bad stuff. And also directly Nazis. Yeah, a lot of it, sure. for a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. So that's great, isn't it? Anyways, <laughs> I don't think it is great. No, I think it's great that we know that they love Nazis. Yeah, that's. I great. think that's great. Yeah, it's a good. Little maybe sign, if you if you probably think post. it's you probably think it's great that that would, was a, would be a secret. That's what you probably think. I don't think that at all. <laughs> so that be sad, confused podcast. Asked him about um, what he'd like Star Wars and doing Star Wars, et cetera. Yeah. And he said, for me, doing a Star Wars movie is to play with the characters I love. They said to me they'd reboot Star Wars and actually have Luke Skywalker solo and Vader and do your version of it. Um, everyone would say you're an idiot to try it, <laughs> but that would excite me, probably because he's so twisted. Yeah, myself. that's right. Why are the characters so hallowed from 1977? You can't redo it for a new audience? Oh, question mark. That's right. Star Wars is a Skywalker family, and that's where I think they've gone wrong. They forgot. They've done brilliantly in TV, but it, mm. uh, but it needs <laughs> handles. Someone's it. angling for a job, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, but it needs an epic new film. That's what I do. Everyone is going to go batshit crazy, but let's bring it on. If you want a new generation, uh, make the movie for them. The old generation, hopefully, uh, you make Bunch of squares. well enough and that you enjoy it. Okay. So there you bloody go, mate. What all do you right. think of that? I don't think I want that at all. Yeah, one, I'd say why not? Just reboot. Give it a reboot. Re- give a reboot? Okay. Yeah, you can keep the original timeline and okay. and whatever. Yeah. So we're talking Skywalker family, Luke and Leia and Darth yeah, Vader not? and Obi-Wan I mean, Kenobi? Either that or like start something else like with no with like different characters yeah. in a different part mm. of the universe. I think the the part he said there where he was like, oh, you know, people have lost touch. It's all should be all about the Skywalkers. They tried that. Yeah. It didn't work. <laughs> no, I don't think they did. Okay. I think they haven't had a really good shot at like doing a complete like re like different part of the universe and whatever okay just yeah. different people sure they haven't had a run at it it's all like skywalker adjacent that's what i'm saying so what are you what am i saying then? you're saying the same thing that i am i think okay. i'm saying that rise of skywalker was like all about skywalker and, and mm. we're refocusing on the skywalkers and okay, i'm saying yeah. and that's what he seems to be talking yeah, okay. about here he's like well they're not doing that they did and it didn't work and i think you matthew vaughn what are you you mind so twisted. That's your. That's the problem. It's twisted. That's your main problem. Honestly, yeah. what would if you were to re- do Star Wars again? Do you, like, how would you even do it though? I mean, you would put yourself in it. Yeah, absolutely. Like Skywalker. That was everybody. <laughs> everybody. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, like, what would you do differently? Like, do you not telegraph twists? You know, do you oh. like because you can't get to the second movie and go, "I'm your father" or whatever? Because it's like it's true. Yeah. It's, at this point, it's been forty years. Yeah. I'm your mother. I'm your mother. And that's how I met your mother. Because <laughs> I am your mother? Yep. Because I'm that person. That's correct, And I always yes. knew me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Uh, that's a really good question, Anna. Uh, what a, uh, maybe, what about a yeah. series, what about a series of 15-minute shorts and you have to go to the movies? 
Oh yeah. Like uh, like the old movie serials. Is it six dollars? No, it's twenty five dollars. Oh. <laughs> but I've got you, haven't I? It's pretty twisted. I bloody got you. <laughs> it's pretty twisted. You and Matthew Vaughn should start a podcast. Yeah. It's called Two Pricks. That's right. Two Twisted Pricks. <laughs> the Twisty Boys, we could call ourselves. Yeah. And uh, I mean, because you know, like, they reboot Spider Man every four years. They do. And in the comics, there's so many different, like, the video, which I haven't yeah. yet to play, the mm-hmm. new video game, it's a whole different timeline and whatever. And, yeah. uh, you know, how, what about. But then again, do you want like a new Sky, uh, Skywalker saga every 10 years? No. Because like, then you fall into that trap. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. What about if it's more like, what if it's more like arty? Like it's more like a Kurosawa film. Like it's okay, more kind yeah. of like, it's, what if what if it's like dead serious, but it's not, and so it's not like quippy and it's very like. Uh, Ronin samurai. Yeah, kind of milita- militarized and it's like very like. There's not a lot of dialogue and it's kind of, yeah, you know, that, I think that that's the way I would go. Given unlimited money yeah. and complete uh, installation from fandoms <laughs> yep, so yep. I don't have to talk to anyone, I'd do it like that. <laughs> Who was the guy? Because they wanted, yeah, Toshiro. Mifune? Yeah, he was going to be, George Lucas wanted him to be Obi-Wan. There you go, yeah. Which would have been pretty amazing actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and I think he's dead. Can't get him then. Yeah. Does he have family though? Because we could get his likeness. Yeah, we could get his likeness. <laughs> That's the perfect movie. That's right. Great. What about you? What would you do if you had to? I read? think. Yeah. I. I don't know. I mean, do you go back to like the Star Wars? Mm. Do you? I think you'd probably work in more because the original Star Wars is pretty focused on like. Yeah. You could kind of branch out a little in terms of what else is happening, You're right. like due to budget reasons. I think. Yeah. Maybe a more serious. Not serious. That's the wrong word. So, because when I think of like the, you, like you said with the Star Wars, when you think about like the Ralph McQuarrie painting, yeah, like that, it all feels of... like kind of desolate. Yeah, like it doesn't feel like there's a Han Solo, you know, going around doing quips and, yeah. you know, like high adventure. It just feels like this kind of like bleak military, yeah, universe, and there's just like hover tanks rolling in mm. and blowing stuff up, and there's not a lot of dialogue, and yeah, that's what it feels like. Okay, yeah, I don't, yes. We both agree. We both agree. Hitler is bad. Yep. And this thing. Nice. Great. <laughs> Great. Should we move it along? Let's move it along. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Now, it's the spookiest time of the year. Go on. Um, I'm not just talking about tax time. What are you talking about? Uh, well, we've got we've got new new horror movies. We got and this one is called Killers of the Flower Moon. It's a would you say it's an epic yes. kind of murder saga? James, have you fundamentally you? Mis- have you fundamentally misunderstood what a horror movie is? Well, you know, I, I thought it was pretty horrific. If you don't feel that way about the events that have taken place in this true to life story, I thought they were totally radical. What? Yeah, that's right. And totally tubular. I didn't think any of that, actually. Wow. I thought it was actually pretty bad. Oh. Anyways, on a, this is Martin Scorsese's latest movie on a budget of $200 million. Nice. And you can see every blade of grass on the screen. That's that bloody what. Apple money, baby. Yeah, it really is. Oh, um, and Apple gets a little bit of a product placement, don't they? Do they? With those apples. Oh, the apple, they did have apples in it, yeah. <laughs> the box office return on this is $44 million internationally, which people are saying are good, mm-hmm. is good. I don't think it's very good. Compared to $200 million. Uh, but, it, well, but also, this money came from Apple. It's going to Apple. I would say this will make its money back. And mm. it seems to have good word of mouth. I mean, it, the only thing is because it goes for 44 hours mm-hmm. go, that go you on. are limited by mm. screen time. But uh, We say that, you know, even though Avengers Endgame was three hours and true. ten minutes or whatever it but was. But this didn't have like 12 movies leading up to it or whatever. That's true. <laughs> In the Killers of so the So it's less time Tiger. ultimately. Ultimately, the runtime, yeah. the, the runtime you're committing to is significantly less than the Marvel saga, the yeah, Infinity I, I saga. I guess it is if you look that? at it like that. I do. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what do you think the story was? Oh, come on, mate. Yeah, man. All right, so it's the 20s-ish. Yeah. It's the 1920s-ish. Yeah, it's a little bit before that, but then it's after maybe. That is very yeah, yeah. true. It's uh, it's set uh, in uh, Oklahoma. Yep. In uh, and there's a there's Oklahoma a... something something. Correct. And that's that. in the background at all times. <laughs> It's, uh, I'm glad they got the license. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the because I kept yeah. forgetting where this mm. was. Mm. But that's the home of the Osage Native American nation. Yes. And uh, apparently their their land is very bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody wa- wants it, but then it turns out. Uh, well, they were moved to this land yeah. as well. Yeah. So it turns out, but then it turns out there's oil on the land. Yeah. And because they're quite canny, they f- they can they f- they found a way to uh, you know, control who gets access to the land and who gets paid. Yeah. For the for the oil and so they so they become the the ri- one of the richest nations on earth. Mm. Uh, and I think it's like per person. It's like the richest place. Yeah. It was the richest place in the world. Uh, and no. so, but then, but so a lot of people uh, come there looking for work and yep. for stuff to do and looking to take that money. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's right. And then, and so, yeah. And so, uh, yeah. But there's and so over the last few years, there's been a bunch of uh, deaths of these Native American people, mm-hmm. and it's like, what's going on there? What is going? And it's pretty clear from the get go. What is happening? It's not really a who done it. No, that's true. It's a this is how we done it. Yeah, and continue to do it throughout mm. the movie. Yeah, I would. We will do some more spoilers, but this is adapted from uh, David Grant's 2017 novel. And basically, what he did, he he didn't know much about this going in, which also I also did not. Uh, me and him have that in common. <laughs> yes. Um, 
But what are you guys best buddies or something? <laughs> we don't know each other formally, but okay. I feel like we probably have similar interests and tastes in podcasts. Um, <laughs> he likes this podcast, I'd, I would imagine. Mm. But um, not for long. <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, we got some stuff to say. So there were bits and pieces kind of known about this ongoing event. You know, people went missing, people were murdered, people died under suspicious circumstances. Mm, people they, committed suicide with yeah, bullets to the chest. Exactly. On the back of the head and yeah, so forth. Things like, things like that. So a lot of these things were known, but he kind of sat down and went through all the documents, like court documents, you know, who was – because a lot of the time if you were a full-blooded Native American, you weren't allowed direct, direct access to your money because yeah. they didn't think you were competent. So you'd have to have a handler who would then mm. – by the government who would – allocate you resources. Yeah, um, give you an allowance basically. And some of those people would go through like five different people who would mysteriously die mm, um, yeah, right. you know, under various circumstances. So in putting that together, he focused on – well, there was a number of people who were doing this. Uh-huh. But the, the a couple of leads in this, Robert De Niro and Leonardo DiCaprio were kind of the two of the – I've heard of them. The two of the, um, the main people who were kind of perpetrating, you know, this series of events – and so that's that's like the focus of, of the movie essentially. And I'll tell you what, Mason, it's not a fun time. Sure. You're not going to go into the cinema and be like, wow. I am." It's not unfunny though. There are some very fun moments <laughs> in it. There's some, there's some very dark lines and humour and that kind of hmm. coming through. But it doesn't feel like something that I want to see in, in, again anytime soon. Interesting. And that might be not like – tomorrow? Because well, um, we could go tomorrow. I can't go tomorrow, actually, because I'll, I'll, I'll be looking after my daughter tomorrow. Okay. Um, if that's okay with you. Um, I could bring her, I guess. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's not like if you like The Departed or Goodfellas or Wolf of Wall Street, it's not that kind of experience. Like even though no, The no, Departed, right. is, the Departed yeah. is grim, yeah, yeah. it's like a good fun kind of time. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, some of Scorsese's movies are about like – America and like the corruption in America and like people who are trying to, you know, make it by any means necessary kind of yeah. thing. But I think this one is sort of more about how like just just real obvious evil in yes. the world kind of thing. Absolutely. So so in this one, Leonardo DiCaprio plays a guy who has arrived in this town in Oklahoma mm. because he's been it was he was in World War One. And and he's just looking for something to do after that. And his yep. uncle, whose whose nickname is King, is kind of like yep. a, a a big shot played by Robert De Niro in this town who can like who you know makes stuff happen and and you know builds schools and does does all this sort of stuff. So he's there to see if he can get a job from yeah. And and so and he's a he's a stalwart of the community. He's a real stalwart of the community. <laughs> uh, and and in uh, and and in coming to town, and he start DiCaprio starts he gets a job as a driver, like a like a cab driver. Yeah. And then he meets Molly, who is played mm. by Lily Gladstone, who is a Osage woman who has, uh, yeah, again, she's got some she's got some some land rights, mm. and uh, and uh, yeah, so she she could have a lot of money sort of headed her way, kind mm. of thing. Exactly, mm. and I mean. What's amazing about someone like Robert De Niro? Like, he, like he'll do like a bad grandpa, or like right. I'm on a road trip with Zac Efron. Or, yeah, sure, but sure. But that sure. might be the same movie, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And that's all fine and good. But you, I kind of forget that, like, oh, he's st- he's like 80. Yeah, but he's still incredible. Mm. He's doing an accent, sure, which he probably you know probably worked at. Yeah, you know, probably wouldn't do an accent for anybody besides Marty's. I can't imagine he real he would absolutely not. And Leonardo DiCaprio was just frogging it up. He's got, yeah, the, he's, he's got the froggiest face he's ever had. He's, uh, he's, he's, frog- he's got his bad teeth in. He's frogging it. He's bulldogging it. <laughs> what, what, look, I, I mean, 
For me, this movie is all about the performances, I think. Okay. That, that like, sustained me through the extraordinarily long runtime of this. I think the pace picks up after, like, the first hour probably. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There is a a lot of establishing of the world. But just he's just like the – just a spineless worm of a man. Just – just a moron as well. He's dumb. <laughs> and and look, Scorsese's had some dumb protagonists. Yeah. As 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 I'm sure people would know. But just and he's he's just a guy who just he he loves money, as yep. he says, and he just wants he just wants the easiest path to it, even though it'll yeah. like his does he have any principles? We don't really It's weird because like cause he, he marries Molly, played by Lily Gladstone, who's incredible in this, yep. by the way. And there is that sense, and I, I I couldn't really find any kind of concrete information because it, you really get the sense in this that he does love her, mm. but is also willing to just do literally anything to. He's he's simple. Get to, yeah, he's simple. He's, yeah, he's he's very like, but he, also completely unaware that he's simple. Yeah, like he genuinely does. He genuinely seems to love Molly, but also his uncle's like, it's probably a good idea if you marry her, yeah, because maybe you, you'll you'll end up with some land, some oil rights. And he's like, oh, okay. And yeah. then he's like, well, and then his uncle's like, well, maybe you should do this. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah. kind of thing. Like just this, just this. You see, he's he's it's DiCaprio and his grub era. He's yeah. a real grub. This oh, absolutely, guy. yeah. And I would also say of like Robert De Niro's character, also not a particularly intelligent guy ever uh, either. Like openly sinister, I feel, even though like he is trusted by the community. But this is often the case with, you know, situations like this where, you know, because our country also is like built off the back of a genocide Mm. where nobody's watching. You can just do stuff. Yeah. uh Nobody's paying attention. Nobody cares. Yeah. And that's why he was able to, you know, that's why they're able to get away with it for so long because nobody's paying attention. Yeah. uh It's like when, you know, like a serial killer in the 70s is just like murdering women for 15 years straight Mm -hmm. and he's. Like people see him and they know the car, mm. but nobody cares. Nobody's paying attention. Uh-huh. Nobody writes anything down. Yeah. So it's just it just keeps happening. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that kind of situation. Yeah. And and Lily Gladstone also has this like she's got she's got a certain stoicism, yeah. but she's got like again she 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 there's lo- a naivety there. Yeah, as well but of, she loves yeah. but, mm. but but she she loves this man. Also, she clearly knows that something is up. But yeah. It's sort of like. But but she's also in an era where she can't be like I'm packing it up and taking it out of here. Yeah. But it's and and like she's I don't know. But she's she's got some great some great face acting. Oh as my well. god! Yeah, incredible. Um, and I've I saw some criticism I think of where they're like well, she sort of fades into the background at a certain point. But I would say a lot of people at one point I think DiCaprio's character fades into the background yeah. a little bit towards the end. He just sort of becomes a cog yes. in what is happening. Yeah. So as I understand, some it, people are introduced where you're like, "Oh yeah, I forgot they were in this movie." Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then it becomes about there's, that. Yeah, yeah. So there's so apparent as I understand it, apparently the original version of this script it was going to be about the 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 Bureau of Investigation sheriff who comes in, like the, the agent, Jesse Plemons character, who's played yeah. by Jesse Plemons, who who uh, is is assigned to this case of all these Native Americans who are being murdered, mm. and he goes to the town and he investigates it, but then. DiCaprio and Scorsese sort of went through the script and was like, where's the heart of this? And it's not with a guy from the outside coming in and going like, what's happening here? All crimes. It's about a guy in the middle of this. Yeah. And so, yeah, but but like like a certain point he sort of – there are so many – DiCaprio said, I'm a movie star. I want to be in the middle of them. That's what he said. Yeah, yeah, I'm a movie star. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is my real voice and personality. <laughs> I believe he's that. Um, yeah, like I can understand that. Yeah, but yeah. So at a certain point, he sort of. There are so many kind of shady characters introduced. There are moments where we like you lose track of how many shady characters yeah, there are and yeah. who's killed who. You know, it's, yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, a lot of lot of great. Um, just there's just a guy. Is that what you're going to so say? So many just a guy. <laughs> just but, like look at this normal man. Well, normal but like really interesting faces. <laughs> yes, kind of thing. Yeah. There's there's, there's a, a guy who's like got like a cloudy eye. And, and a big really, mustache. But he's like rake thin. He and... looks like it looks like a bit like Sam Elliott. Yeah, like, like middle period Sam Elliott. Like not like young, no, just no, 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 hair no, no, Sam no. Elliott. Not like really old Sam Elliott, but like right in the middle. Sam, Sam sun damaged Sam Elliott. Sun damaged Sam Elliott with a with a with a with a bung eye. Yeah. and a big mustache, and he's like he's like a local goon kind of thing. Like yeah. he just gets stuff done. Like he'll him. do stuff for you, but he's not he's not loving it. No, he's he's just scraping by kind yeah. of thing. There's a, apparently a few country music. There's like a few country musicians, like real life country musicians. Okay. So the only one I recognize is Jason Isbell, who plays. He is the he's DiCaprio's brother-in-law. So he's the guy that marries Molly's sister. Oh, okay, and then right. Marries Molly's other sister. Who, and like initially, you're like, this is a bad guy, maybe, mm. but maybe he isn't. Maybe everybody's awful. <laughs> maybe in everyone's this. awful. Yeah, I mean that's probably true. Yeah, but yeah, there's some. There's a few other cameos, but again, like. Just a just a great look, yeah. Great look to this movie as well, like great costuming. Oh my god! I was going to ask you about like the clothing, right? The good. period clothing. Oh, good stuff. Yeah, good stuff all around. I mean, yeah. I, Any I, specifics? Hats, cloaks, shawls, big ties. Oh, big big blanket shawls. <laughs> yeah, great, yeah. Gosh, good good denim. You know, great denim. Great denim. This was also filmed. Uh, great suits. Nothing off the rack, obviously, because they didn't do that. Can't. Back in the what day. do you do? Yeah. I like if this was filmed in the same area, like with with the. Osage people as well, yeah. which is, I mean, and that all kind of comes through. Like there, it does feel very, I mean, what do I know about this? But it does feel <laughs> like there was a lot of effort to make this like authentic. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Um, which I re- which I really appreciated. I'm going to get the actor's name, but the the um, the the actor who plays uh, Molly's childhood friend, he has the alcohol problem. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's great. He's uh, really good, yeah. Uh, William, William Bellow is Henry Rowan. He's yeah. great as well, tremendous. Really, really good, yeah. yeah. And what's interesting about this, because I was doing a bit of reading, and by that I mean YouTubing, about oh, yeah, nice. like the true story. And it's uh-huh. pretty much, this is essentially what, what happened. Right. Officially, like when this was all kind of wrapped up, it was 27 dead. But it's probably in the hundreds. Yeah, for sure. Like there's no real, again, the records are kind of scattered. And there's like mm. people who know people who were around, because it's like 100 years ago, you know, it wasn't, you know, you, you could easily know somebody who experienced this. That's true. You know, at some point. But um, a lot of it seems to come down to a lot of the murders were that none of these people were recognised as actual people. Mm. There's a moment these guy you're talking about who's got weathered Sam Elliott, sun damaged Sam Elliott, where he's like, oh, you know, can you murder someone for me? He's like, oh, I don't really do that. And he's like, well, it's a Native American. And he's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> like the, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Mm. Like there is that brutality. And in the murders are so like matter of fact as well and just like a, a lot of them you see, you know, it, it's not – there's no – there's no action sequence. Like there's like a bank robbery at one point yeah, yeah, that yeah. I'll ask for like but five yeah, like, seconds. Like but some of them, like as one of the earliest ones we see is a woman who is, she's a Native American woman and she's taking her kid uh, home in a, in a, in a pram and somebody's points a stroller. A, stroller, is it? Yeah, I don't know. Or it can difference. be. I don't know the difference. Depend, no, different countries call them different oh, things. Yeah. Um, and, a, and a man just points a gun out of a window and shoots her through the chest and then just puts the gun in her hand and walks away, and they yeah. they rule it as a suicide. Yeah. Because again, if you're not there, yeah, 
People, they're going to go, well, it looks like it. Yeah, sure. it seems that way. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like everybody in the town is in on this, like all the doctors, all the like all the local law enforcement, like everybody knows what is kind of happening. Uh-huh. And it's only when that, you know, they go, you know, when they go to the government mm. um, that, you know, this happened. And I want to talk about that more in spoilers about how we, we came to that. Should we talk some spoilers? Let's talk some spoilers. I'm just going to say, um, it, it, you look at the cast list on uh, Wikipedia, a lot of the people don't have clickable links. So for a lot of yeah. people, I guess this is kind of just their first. Absolutely, yeah. There's a guy, Tommy Schultz, doesn't have a um, Wikipedia page, but he plays Blackie Thompson, who is the. Um, oh, yeah. He's, yeah. The, he's the bank robber. He's like one he's of those. Fun. He's, he's another great. kind of all round. He's got the cauliflower ear. Yeah, he's yeah. like another kind of all rounded general grub bad guy kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Again, all these people are there, they're doing crimes, but they're just kind of scraping through yeah. in this awful landscape kind of thing. But he's great and just, you know, yeah. ready to turn on anybody on a dime because he's just a... Well, he also realises that, like, he's been set up. There's a moment yeah. where DiCaprio's like, oh, don't worry, it's all part of the plan. He's like, me being in jail is the plan, you fucking dummy. Right. Like, this is the plan. You know, mm. I'm, I'm a fall guy for, for all of this. Yeah. Um. Anyway... Best movie ever from me. I'm going to say so. best movie ever, uh, yeah. ever as well. You, again, you I don't could, know when it is coming to Apple, so I would say catch this at cinemas. Yeah, for sure. Are. Yeah, I mean. Just leave a day aside. Leave a day aside, yeah, exactly. Um, eat before you go in. Yes, I, but <laughs> don't drink. No, I made a, I, I was like, I'm going to eat and I'm going to get a cup of coffee before I go in because otherwise yeah. I'm going to pass out. I've got a massive headache <laughs> or both. I could do. I can do both. No, I believe I'm it. I'm versatile. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you know. It's it's no longer than it's only barely longer than a, a very long Avengers movie. Yeah, you know it's. I think uh, the like the half an hour before the movie started, or whatever it was, that was what was killing me in the end because I was there for like four hours. Oh yeah, because the, the, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, feel free to show up late. Yeah, as absolutely. Well. Yeah, I reckon call up your local cinema and be like, how many how many minutes are ads are before this movie? Yeah, and then show up. Yeah. Right on. I normally leave my house like five minutes before a movie starts. Right. And then by the time I get there and park and go in, then I'm, you know, yeah. then that, that's a little hint if you live yeah, nice. where I live. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Which sure. I do. You sure Which do. Which is great for me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I would say like if you have read a lot of or have seen a lot of the, you know, the discourse of the last few years where every time Martin Scorsese comes out and does an interview, they're like, what do you think of the MCU? And he's like, honestly, I don't know. Yeah. And they're like, how dare you? What do you You're make? You're just a jealous old man he makes, or whatever. He makes stuff like this. Yeah, he <laughs> makes this. It's really, it's really good. It's a different experience if you're not yeah. familiar with his work. I, but again, like he's a... He's a versatile guy. What I, I mean, what he, I, he'd be 80, wouldn't he? He's at least, I think he's 80. Yeah, at least 84, God, 83, 84, something like that. But... He's always learning. Yeah. He's eighty. He's always learning, and he's always he's been he's done a bunch of stuff because the you know the last couple of months we've had like a lot of Barbenheimer discourse. Yeah. This time around, it's Killers of the Flower Moon versus Taylor Swift doing the Eras oh, tour. Okay, right. Yeah, and yeah. there's people being like, "Oh, actually, um, Taylor Swift's gonna blow him out of the water, box office style." This old man, he he doesn't. He doesn't know nothing about he concert films, care. but he's done concert <laughs> films. <laughs> yeah, yes. He's done several <laughs> concert films. <laughs> Oh, I think he's in the he's in the One Direction concert film. Is he? He just shows up in it. He's just in it. <laughs> he's in this as well. He's in this. Um, <laughs> he's done. If people want to, there's. He's done. I did a George Harrison documentary. Yeah, and he did. He's done a Bob that. Dylan concert film. He's also done a second Bob Dylan concert film, which I think is on Netflix and people should check out. It's called Rolling Thunder Review, okay. and it's sort of a concert film, but it's also a fake documentary. Okay. <laughs> because some of it is clearly not real. Like a lot of it is like people should look into it. Like it's there's a lot of like Is it actually Bob Dylan? Bob Dylan's in it. Is yeah. he like 
acting? What are we? What are we talking I about? I don't. But there's like a lot of stories. Is it like Joaquin Phoenix's "I'm not really a man" or whatever. Sort it is? of. <laughs> there's a lot of anecdotes that I don't think happened. I yeah. Don't, I don't know what's going on with Bob that. Bob Dylan film. is a big liar, though. Yeah, he does seem like a big liar. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, but the best movie ever for me. But yeah, I think check it out. Or you know what? If if you if you're not super familiar with Scorsese, mm. I don't know. Just just so much of his stuff is on Netflix. You, you can pick anything. Check check out anything and see if you enjoyed it. And take the you know take a day and be like oh, yeah. for like that. You know, Wolf of Wall Street. I think is probably a good. It's great. That's starting, probably a good starting point. All the Departed. Yeah, The Departed yeah. is good. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, Oh, Goodfellas. That's a good movie. That is good. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. That's actually one of his good ones. <laughs> that's right. I think. The the, the, t- the tip is in the title. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know? They should have called it Good Movie. That's right. Um. Anyway, spoilers. So Jesse Plemons shows up in this yes. with like an hour to go, mm-hmm. as does Brendan Fraser. <laughs> yes. Brendan Fraser and John Lithgow. Oh, as, yeah. As, oh. Uh, as competing uh, attorneys. Yeah. Um. That's fun. So... Brendan Fraser shows up yep. as just like a like a battering ram, <laughs> yeah. just a really loud, aggressive battering ram, <laughs> and I think people have been critical of that. But I think like why? I don't. Well, I think it's because they're like, well, it's such a wonderful performance in the whale, which I haven't seen. Yeah. But in this, he's just like he come. He, he's a cartoon character or whatever, and I'm like, but yeah, he's like a big theatrical lawyer. Yeah, guy, that, yeah. that's the point of this guy is this, like, and I think the idea is the contrast is Lithgow is like this kind of like. He does a bit of that as well. He does a though. bit of that, but I think I think Lith- the idea behind Lithgow is he's the guy who's got all the facts and he's calm and collected. Yeah. But this guy who's on the side of the bad guys essentially yeah. is like his thing is like bullying come in and bullying and, yeah. and shouting and Accuse accusing and, and yeah. shouting people down and all that sort of stuff. Like he comes in and he's supposed to be helping DiCaprio, but he's like yelling at him and yeah. you know gets him in a room and like sort of sort of pins him down with his presence because he's such a big guy yeah. and being like. You don't you want to betray your uncle, you do you? Stupid boy. You stupid boy, yeah, kind of thing, <laughs> yeah. you know? So I yeah. thought he was great in that. I completely and, agree. Yeah, Lithgow, um, yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Good fun. Yeah. Um, it's also, I mean, this is this is not really a spoiler, I guess, but there's just moments. Well, it doesn't matter because we're in spoilers. That's true, but they were like, just the KKK are there, and mm. it's just done like it's because it wasn't a yeah. big deal. It was just like you walk down the street, there's a KKK parade. Yeah. And you're like, oh, hey, Frank. There's like, a KKK. The KKK guys are there. There's a scene in the Masonic Lodge yeah. where, DiCap- uh, where oh, yeah. DiCaprio gets spanked by De Niro <laughs> with a big paddle. And that's, you know. Normal stuff. Well, it's normal stuff, but like clearly that I imagine yeah. that was in the book and, you know, it's it's uh, we might be like, why is that there? Probably because it happened and it's weird, yeah. but it was considered normal then. Yeah, I don't know. exactly. I thought the backstory behind the FBI on this was really interesting because it was Jade Hoover who was the founder, one, one of the founders. It wasn't called the FBI; it was called the Bureau of Investigation or yes. whatever it was. Mm-hmm. They apparently the reason they took this on was not for any kind of you know altruistic reason. No, it wasn't wasn't for justice. It was because that this service which they were kicking off it needed to prove itself. It hadn't done anything yeah, it right. wrote, and so basically this was to prove that this format. Mm. Is was effective, viable. Yeah, yes. viable. So that's essentially why they did it. Yeah. So and the idea to like to f- you don't want to go the way of Laserdisc, do you? No, you got to prove you vi- a viable <laughs> yeah. format. It was essentially like okay, we're going to formalize like a, a law enforcement team, and we're going to use actual strategy and informants and undercover agents and like fingerprints and handwriting analysis and mm. all of these things which were existing like sciences and techniques, yeah. but they never actually brought together as one like cohesive thing. And you can see that because as soon as they bring any kind of 
any kind of law enforcement that's paying attention, the whole thing falls apart because mm. it's so transparently evil. Yeah, right, yeah. That I, I thought that was really uh, – look, you know, the FBI is uh, – I mean, I'm happy to criticise mm. a Mason. I don't know if you love the FBI or not. No, I'll criticise uh, anybody. <laughs> but it just, Good or bad, I'll do it. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting that, yeah, the, the formation of this and the reason it happened wasn't, you know, wasn't out of the goodness of yeah. the president's heart. Oh, that reminds me uh, – uh, Tatanka Means, who is the Native American agent. You know, he's the guy. Oh, he's really good. He's yeah. kind of tall and lanky. He's yeah. great as well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've got... I've I got, knew he, he was undercover, Mason. He is a, I knew it from the get-go. He's a comedian as well, apparently. He? He's in A Million Ways to Die in the West. Oh, my God. And he's in... Reserva- another classic And he's Western. in Reservation Dogs. Oh, my God. Another so classic is, So is Lily Gladstone. She's in it for a couple of episodes. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Oh, also, speaking of uh, cameos... Um, Jack White is in this right at the end. Is he? He's the guy. He's in. He's one of the. He's the radio. He's one of the radio is that player. Jack White. That's Jack White. Yeah. I thought that it's was impossible to recognize. Yeah, him. with he the hair slicked back. The, yeah, yeah. I can see it now. Yeah. So at the end, the, instead of doing like a text that says, "Well, this person went to jail for this long, and and this person got off and whatever," and it isn't also it isn't also casino style where we see everybody get machine gunned to death in cars <laughs> and then the cars just tumble <laughs> off the road, crash into a house or whatever. Yeah. Which is most. Which is I wouldn't say most. Most. Some Scorsese films end like that. Sure. But instead it's a um, – we see a radio play in I think the 40s. Yeah, it looks something like that. Um, being performed live as they were at the mm. time with a, with, a, with a full band. Orchestra and, and a whole lot of Foley equipment. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And, and Dave Foley. Oh. Use radio. Go on. <laughs> oh, he's on the radio. Okay. Uh, and um, the, the, the story is being presented as a, as a true crime story on yeah. the radio with voices and, and, and like you said, spe- – uh, Sound effects and so on and mm. so forth, and the, the the final fates of a lot of the characters are they all basically got away. Yeah, they, they were all eventually just, just got all, they're out. all illustrated, but but not seen. So, yeah, which is an interesting take. We don't see anybody you know die in prison or die as an old man. Yeah. or you know uh, Lily Gladstone's character Molly, she dies not long dies after, it, like a decade dies, she later. She dies at fifty of diabetes. Yeah, yeah right. Uh-huh. Yeah. But a decade longer than she was going to live. That's true. Because of all the poison mm. that she was being fed. Do you, what do you think the deal with? I mean, I, I think the the Leonardo DiCaprio character. I think he do, did love his wife. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. But like, what? <laughs> but I think he. I think it, it felt to me like he loved his wife because that was in the era where you met someone and you went, "They're pretty, all right," mm. and then you married them. And then that was kind of that was you, made, you made it work kind yeah. of thing, you know. Which included killing all of her family and trying to kill her, basically. Yeah. yeah. It was also implied that like he maybe didn't know he was doing that. No, you don't think? No, he, he knew it. No, I just mean in terms of like maybe yeah, maybe that's the wrong way to phrase it. Where he Brendan Fraser it, where he kind of turned. I a feel blind. like you're la- you're laying some groundwork <laughs> for your own trial. Actually, there. I don't know what I was doing. I don't think I was killing her. I don't think I was. Doing I think it. he turned a blind eye. To it is what I'm saying, right? Because because when he actually stopped and thought about it, uh-huh. and he and then they had the death of his daughter, then he kind of like he had a "what am I doing" kind of moment. Because oh, I think he, yeah, I don't know. It's com- it was complicated. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's like a lot of Scorsese protagonists. Like at a certain point, they're in too deep. Yeah. And they're like, oh no, we've some forty one to this. We're that's in too exa- deep. That's exactly yeah. right. Oh, and Scorsese's in this. Yeah, he's at the end. He's at the end. He he, yeah he he reads Molly's obituary. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anyways, uh, next, do you want to hear about his next project? Yes. So in tw- uh, May of 2023, Scorsese announced his plan to make a new movie about Jesus Christ after he and his wife Helen Morris privately met with Pope Francis at the Vatican. Oh. Uh, it was recently revealed that it would only kind of function as a movie. 
He okay, said, great. I'm go- I think I'm going to finally getting around to what it could oh, be. Oh, so he is finally working with the bloody MCU, eh? Ha, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Got him. You got everyone there. I got everybody on earth right there. That's right. It's kind of a film, but it wouldn't be a straight narrative. It wouldn't be a documentary. It's a combination of things. And I think it, I may have to go back to um, Shisaku Endo, who was the author of the novel Silence, which is a movie I recommended last week, which is a movie about uh, Catholicism and like uh, the Japanese. It's a really good movie. It's got Andrew Garfield and Adam Driver. Anyway, and, and The Life Japanese. of Jesus. Sorry? They're not Japanese. They are in the movie, though. They do. Oh, no. Very convincing. It's very, it's very tasteful, um, which I found to be interesting because it takes uh, Jesus as a figure of thinking and a question of Jesus uh, with a point of view that's not Western. And he said the project might have characters playing Jesus and it might be set in the modern day, Ooh. though he added he doesn't know yet as the development is still coming along. So I thought that like a modern day Jesus movie oh. potentially could be interesting. Wow, okay. Maybe, maybe he's got a laser. Maybe he's got an Apple Watch. Oh, my God. Time to pray. <laughs> oh, my heartbeat's regular. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. All right. So I think that might be his next project. I just remembered, speaking of next projects, I, you, you, start, you said next projects and then I thought of a, an actor who's got a couple of next projects going, coming along. Mm. Uh, Glenn Powell, and then I thought, did you see the trailer to? I did. Um, what is the what is it called? We hate each other. Or it's whatever. called it's called anyone but you. Yeah. What a weird trailer. I just wanted to talk. Where's about the it. chemistry? What's happening? Well, see the thing. Here's the thing. So if you haven't seen it, so so it's um it's like 45 seconds. It's yep. a teaser for an upcoming allegedly a rom com. Yeah. Called anyone but looks you. looks like a fake movie. It's got Glenn Powell and Sydney, Sydney Sweeney. Sweeney, and they go to, they go to Australia for yeah. a wedding or something. But they have to pretend to – but I had to glean this from, from like, looking it up, the description. They have to pretend to be a couple for some reason. Yeah. But the thing about it is – here's the thing about this trailer. It's not nothing, but it's also not something. Interesting. It's in the middle in such a weird way that I think people should watch it. Because if it was nothing, if it was just, like, Glenn Powell's sexy, Sydney Sweeney's sexy, maybe they'll be sexy together. Look maybe how they sexy, sexy they are. Together. People would be like, oh, I'll see that. But if it was classic rom-com trailer of, like – these two don't get along. They're always kneeing each other in the privates. <laughs> hey, quit it! Oh, but now they've got a problem. They've got to they've got to pretend to be a couple. But, but they're always kneeing each other in the privates. How <laughs> can they be a couple if they're and, always kneeing each other? Oh, they've got to pretend to be a couple. But how are they going to do that? Oh, sorry, sir. There's only one only one hotel room left, and it's, uh, there's only one bed, and there's no. Couch and there's and no, it's the big, it's the big no bed that's shaped like a heart. But there's only room in it if you both take your clothes off. Well, I don't like that. You know, like if it was that classic rom com thing where yeah. we understand the stakes or whatever, yeah. you'd be like, all right, that makes sense. I'll it's watch weird that. because yeah, it is framed like a old school kind of rom com, but yeah, but it's not. But there's only you know, like one... the Ashton Kutcher of yeah, like, yeah. I can't believe I'm marrying this bitch or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know? But there's only one line. So the, the the trailer's all sexy music, but there's only one line in the trailer where Sydney Sweeney goes. No one's ever going to believe we're a couple. Mm. Yeah, we would. <laughs> what are you talking about? So obviously, look at you. Look <laughs> at the both of you. Like if if two people who look like that. If I was at a wedding and two people who look like that showed up in the one car, I'd be like, Yeah, well, you, you you met. If they showed up with different people, you'd be like, What's happening yeah, here? Yeah, you'd if you'd be like, You met in the waiting room of your modeling agency or yeah, whatever. Exactly. Here's okay. I've got. I think I know what the twist is. Why yeah. they don't want to be a couple? Why's that? Because they're brother and sister. <laughs> Do it. That'll do it. I have, two, I have two theories, one of which I think is more interesting, which is why they... More interesting than that! Yeah, more interesting. No, more. one is more interesting than the other. Okay. Um, so I think it's less likely. I think the the what I'd like for this movie to be is 
it's not the movie we think it is. Like it's not a yes. rom- like they're both serial killers and one of mm. them wants to kill the bride and one wants to kill the groom and then they realize they're both serial killers and uh, have to work okay. together or something like that. I think that would be interesting. Yeah. Or they're both jewel thieves or something. I don't know. Yeah. They've got to go to this wedding and steal all the stuff or whatever. Um, but I don't think it will be that. I think that at some point the premise the premise of this movie was going to be one of them starts out ugly. Oh, okay. But right. then somebody in like some executive was like, oh, excuse me, is one of these people going to be ugly for half the movie? We can't have that. No, 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 we'll no. We'll just start them both out as sexy. Yeah. Okay, but should we change the part where nobody would ever believe they're together? No. <laughs> now let's just keep that in. We'll keep all the dialogue in where they're like, I can't believe what no one would. Ooh, you? Ooh, I don't think so. Yuck. <laughs> and then we'll just take out the scene where they get a glow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it'll be fine. Oh, that's perfect. And then it's flawless. That's probably what it is, you reckon? Yeah, I think it is. Well, yeah. Who wrote it? I don't know. Um, you, know, you know who's directing it? Who? It's the guy who directed Easy A. Okay, which well, is that a good means movie. it could be something, Mason. Yeah, right? That's what I'm saying. Okay. It's not what you're oh, Will, saying. Will Gluck. Didn't he do Glee? I think maybe. He also did Friends with Benefits. Oh, no, that oh, one's bad. No. That's one of those bad It's one of the French... Ashton Kutcher ones, but it's, it's the other one. It's the, the Justin Timberlake oh, one. Oh, no. Bloody hell. Yeah, I'm not loving uh, I'm not loving all of this. Not his track record. Not great. Will Gluck. It's not all terrible. The Gluckster. Did he not do Glee? I might be thinking of a different guy. He might be thinking of a different guy. Yeah. Yeah, James, he might be thinking of a different guy. No, maybe he didn't do Glee. Uh, yeah, he did the Peter Rabbit movies, which are oh, with um, fucking unbearable. It's because of the James Corden thing, though. Yeah, They're yeah, finest yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. God, weird. But, you know, Easy yeah. A's good. Yeah, that movie from de- a decade he plus ago. He did the ago. Annie reboot. Okay, great. Yeah, so there you go. Wow. Anyway, should we move it along? Let's move it along. What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> We're doing... What are we doing? You're so excited. I'm so excited. Uh, what are we reading? What yep. are we going to read? Woo! I'm doing the theme. There was a song, and then this is <laughs> it's true. Yeah, that's I'm answering my own question. Mm. Well, we got we got changed into our what we reading outfits. Correct. We went down the poles and we yep. flicked that switch, <laughs> Batman sixty six style, and now we're in our now we're in our what we read in smoking jackets. Yep, and we're exactly. ready to go. Yeah. Uh, what do you read? I'll show you. Oh my I god! Yet. I, just your, got, I, got s- I got it yesterday. You and your stupid show and tell. It's show and tell time. You'll be excited. You when got you it said, in the city. I got it in on the a I went, Sunday. I went into the city on a Sunday, and I'm like, I'll get this before the movie, and then after the movie, I'll have time to read this in its entirety. Is it the book of the movie we watched? Yes. No. What? It's this book. It's called MCU: The Reign of Marvel Studios. Oh my! And it's an God. in-depth look. It's a series of interviews about uh, the, the. I know the, Joanna Robinson. The formation. Yeah, she's a, a yeah. cultural writer. I, mean, I, I don't know her, but I'm familiar oh, yeah. with her. Like that. Other guy you said you knew. Yeah. Well, we, I did actually know him, though. That yeah, wasn't yeah. a lie. The unauthorized behind-the-scenes story of the stunning rise and suddenly uncertain reign of the most transformative cultural phenomenon of our time, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh... So I've been, I saw snippets of this on Twitter. Like a lot of some – there were a lot of like, you know, people read this and like, and like pulled out various revelations about, you know, the MCU and stuff like that. So, I mean, I, you know, I think we've, we've – I can say I've especially been quite critical of the Marvel Universe. And I haven't been at all. Of the of the of Marvel Studios and the MCU over the last, you know, couple of years. Yeah. But you know, I would say I, I you know, I am generally very happy that the you know the MCU has gotten as far as it has. Yeah. And you know Who knew? Who knew and like this the pretty much the one shared universe that has worked kind of thing. Yeah, and, you know, absolutely. And seeing all the characters I love as kids, you know, all that sort of stuff. But what I don't love about the MCU 
besides all the bad movies, yeah. is the fact that we don't get any goss and juice anymore. It's all... Everything's like all wonderful. All the documentaries are like, I had a great time. I had a great time and I'd do it again. What, I'm working definitely on Moon Knight do... episode exactly. seven. <laughs> That's exactly right. I never thought I'd be in Moon Knight episode mm. seven. But what? I... <laughs> they let me. They let me do it. Um, I got to work the leg of the big Egyptian god. <laughs> I'm going to move his leg. Um, what I like, you know, my favourite part, not even like bad stories necessarily, yeah. but what I love about Hollywood and and movie making and TV making is when they go, yeah, no, this didn't work, so we had to throw everything away. Yeah. Or like, we, why did you do this scene? Well, yeah. because we didn't have the money to do exactly, scene yeah. A, so we had to make it scene B, and that's why it's an yeah. iconic scene or whatever it is. Yeah. That's the sort of stuff. Why did you fire this person? He flipped a catering table. Yeah, exactly. That's what I like. Yeah. So you Onto can... a little boy. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> so, like, you know, some of the, the – the, one of the stories I saw on Twitter from this apparently – for Spider-Man No Way Home, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire didn't sign on until two months before they started filming. Oh, my God. It's, so what were they going to do? That's exactly, that's the question, <laughs> isn't it? That is precisely the question. I guess just not make it? Well, so, I mean, of those two, yeah. if I had to pick a favourite Spider-Man in the movie, it would be Andrew Garfield. Yeah. But if he wasn't in it. But if you had to, before the movie came out, if you had to pick one that would get people in. It'd be Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire, right? Because the idea would be like, oh, it's new Spider-Man, he meets the OG Spider-Man. Yeah. Kind of thing. You could take Andrew Garfield out, I guess. But if you took Tobey Maguire out, yeah. he's meeting the Spider-Man from a couple from of movies. three years ago. A couple of movies that nobody likes. <laughs> but if you take them both out, yeah. what is it then? It's nothing. It's nothing. He meets Mary Jane Watson or something from yeah. another dimension. He meets a different Aunt May. Yeah, exactly. The, the Aunt May's meet. <laughs> Sally Field Aunt May meets other Aunt May. Oh, my God. I saw a bit that this week or last week about that they were going to put in Kirsten Dunst originally and Sally Fields and whatever, and they were like, this movie's already four hours long and Mm. we can't have it be longer than Killers of the Flower Moon. Look, I flipped open to a page at random. I'm telling you this, it's about Edgar Wright's Ant-Man. What does it say? I don't know. No. Just says uh, Feige and Arad, Avi Arad, weren't yet in a position to greenlight the right version of Ant-Man Anyway, blah blah blah. Oh yeah, anyway, blah blah blah. Anyway, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm very excited for that. I'm gonna read this right. at some point. I'm not gonna read it, but huh. you tell me about it. Okay, well, maybe we'll do it for the book club. Oh, we could do it for the book. We could club. do an actual book for the book club. We could do a book for the book club. Yeah. Okay, cool. No one can stop us, can they? Maybe if we did read both, read that, we could do an episode on it. Yeah, maybe we should. Maybe we could. We could. Yeah. All right, could. we should. Cool. All right. Uh, I watched New Rick and Morty. Uh, oh yeah. Oh uh, yes. Yeah, I settled into the voices. Okay. I think there is something um, I don't like Justin Roiland, and even though, like, technically <laughs> sure. cleared, yeah. I guess, a mm-hmm. lot of really unpleasant, weird stuff with, like, miners and just, yeah. like, weird power dynamics that, you know, that you don't need to defend him. You can just be, you know yeah. what I mean? You don't I agree. To. You don't I'm, to. I'm not going to defend him. I wasn't going to defend <laughs> you him. You specifically, basically, you don't need to. Fine, I'll put, my, yeah. I'll put my prepared statement away. Yeah. I won't defend him. But he did do, like, he did do good voices, but I think as the episode went, I just stopped noticing. So I think it's going to be fine, mm. and it will largely depend on the writing. Okay, but I've also I'm also halfway watching the movie through the movie Old Dads on Netflix, <laughs> yes. which is the Bill Burr directed comedy where they're old dads, written by Bill Burr, written starring by, Bill Burr and yeah. Bobby Cannavale and yeah. another guy. Yes, and it's um, would you say it's great? No, it's good. You not no, you know oh. the problem because it's that thing, and I I like Bill James, Burr. James, right? you're gonna have a Bill Burr style rant right now. Maybe I will. Mm. Burr, I'm from Boston. Burr, burr, burr. But I think Bill Burr is like really thoughtful in his in his comedy, and even though he's like an older comedian, he's not all just like, are you triggered? Is this too mm. snowflake? Like he doesn't 
He, like, he does do variations on that, but he thinks about it. Yeah, like, uh-huh. His comedy is still good, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But this is so much just like, I met another dad and he was a vegan. I met this <laughs> mum and she was triggered. Um, oh, she's triggered. She said that she's triggered because I, I said a word and she didn't like the word. Oh, why don't, why don't these, kids, these kids, they fall over when they, when they get up or whatever. And it's just, it's <laughs> fucking exhausting. And it's also, it feels like. I'm just imagining him just <laughs> in a room by himself. <laughs> well, a lot the whole of the movie, he's just sitting there being like, these kids and this woman. But a lot a lot of it is that because he's just like standing and he's like, oh, he's just driving. And then it's just like a like the Bill Burr podcast, yeah, like right. voiceover. Uh-huh. Just like, I hate this person because they said they, you know, I wasn't allowed to use this word back in my day or whatever. And, and the kids that got no respect, and, you know, <laughs> be, uh, the people, they're always on Twitter and blah, blah. It's just that, right? Yeah, right. And it's just, and I said this to you before the show, it feels like. Like, it's basically making commentary on, like, younger parents. And I'm not, like, a young, young parent, but I'm younger than Bill Burr or whatever. That's whatever. so true. Um, and these parents, like, they don't exist. Like, the parents that you're talking about, I'm sure there are, like, pockets of LA where there are yeah. people like this or, like, oh, my kid you drank a green juice, but you put something in it. Like, I'm sure that these people are real. But if you go a- anywhere, any corner of the globe... Mm. You're talking about people that don't fucking exist. You're complaining about people that aren't real. Uh Everybody is just normal and just getting by and they don't give a shit about other parents (laughs) or what other kids are doing. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's just – and if you're standing around being like, this is too woke and whatever – no, it's just not how things are. Wow. Anyway, that was my Bill Burr, st- Bill Burr style rant, Mason. What do you think? I love it. I make a movie. It's called Dad Who Doesn't Want to Talk to Other Dads. Wow. What do you think of that? Just does his own stuff, <laughs> and it's just you, and you're in the shopping, you're in the you're in the supermarket, and then you see another dad, and you just hide around. <laughs> it's sort of a thriller, and yeah. you just hide around a corner, you wait till he leaves, and then you check out. To be fair, I do have other dads that are friends now, Mason. You know that about me. I do. I'm getting out and among it because it's good for the community. It's good for my kids to see that I'm capable of conversing with other people. That is true. Otherwise, <laughs> they, you look like a freak. They need to know that I can do that they, you don't, and you should do that. You don't want any of your kids telling other kids, yeah, my dad's a real weird shut-in freak. Yeah, he's a, he's a YouTuber. That's right. <laughs> Every time he sees another dad, he goes, <laughs> like he's a Nosferatu. <laughs> Anyway, check it out. Old Dad's on Netflix. Yeah, it so, uh, really it's good. really good. So back it's to... not even that bad. Yes. Like it's... It's a waste of time. It's a waste of fucking time. But then again, like Bill Burr and Bobby Carnavale. That sounds like a good That's a, a great combo. pairing. Yeah. And whoever the other guy is. I can't the third guy. Yeah. Let's look up the third guy. Yeah. So plot wise, it, if we can go back to Rick and Morty for Bo a second. Bokeem Woodbine. That's there we right. go. Yeah. He's also good in He's, many things. I agree. Yeah. Um, See Thomas Howell is in it for some right, reason. Okay. Anyway. Uh, speaking of Rick and Morty, plot-wise, what's going on there? Is there uh, an ongoing plot? It was plot? just like a filler. Mind. Okay, so this isn't – how many episodes is the new season? I, mean, it's a, uh, well, I think it's going to be ten or whatever. Oh, but how many episodes have happened? Uh, it'll be – when this goes out, there'll be two. Okay, right. Yeah. Mm. All right, then. Yeah, so there you go. Great. Happy with that? Okay, so there doesn't seem to be any – I think they are going to do the over arc of like evil prime Rick or whatever. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but I don't, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've lost the thread of that. Like his wife died or something? Yeah, his then? wife died at some point. Great. Yeah, don't worry about it. I'm not going to worry about don't it. Don't worry about it. I'm not worried about it. All right. I think you're some worried. old dad. I'm not going to go on a big rant about how Rick and Morty isn't how it used to I be. I can't even have a beer. I have to have a whatever, you know. I have to have a water. Wow. I don't know, you know. Yeah. You have to have a water. That's that's unconscionable. Yeah. Should we do lettuce? Yeah, man. Nice. It's time for lettuce. The classic one was lettuce, oh lettuce, we love you. Some lettuce, they're only a day away. 
here right now. We're going to do letters. Damn, it's letters time. And this is the second of the show where you can send a letter via hashtag weeklyplanetpod on Twitter or weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. Mason, in terms of letters, what do you got this week? This is an email from Ben. Ben? He says, another car crash caused by the Weekly Planet, question mark. I don't know, is it? Did it? We'll find out. All right, here we go. Uh, Ben says, hi guys, sorry for the clickbait title, but I was involved in a fender bender while listening to the best of 2021 episode. I was involved in in a bender fender, which is a Futurama fan club. It's great. Yeah. Fender? Shut up. Remember you play how you, a little guitar? Remember you were talking earlier about how not everything is anything and not, nope. this podcast doesn't work? No, I said everything always works and it's perfect as long as you put the hard yards in. <laughs> so so get your head in the game is what I said. Fine. And you didn't listen. I did the old dad thing. Wasn't that good enough? No, that was pretty I feel good. like that gives me some leeway yeah, yeah, for the rest of the that. show. People out there they will be like, that. They'll be like they love, I love one of James's rants, they'll say. They'll say, I love it. <laughs> you should get some help, they'll say. Yeah, I should And I delete those emails before you see them. <laughs> but you should know they're always emailing you. Uh, uh, ben says, I was rear-ended and while I was disoriented trying to gather myself, I couldn't find my phone as it continued to play the Becker theme. Nice. In hindsight, it's kind of funny, but in the moment it was very annoying. Now when I look at my damaged car, all I can hear is that stupid guitar riff. Thank you for the great content that inspired me to start my own podcast, WRPL Podcast. Oh. Although it's extremely unsuccessful, we're having fun doing that. Well, that's good. Is that like a radio call sign? It sounds like that. What is it? W- WRPL Podcast. W R P L. Have you seen any of the new Fraser reboot? I was about to ask you that because speaking of Becker, mm. cheers, cheers, Fraser. Fraser. No, Woody Harrelson, Haymitch. Yeah, from Hunger Games. Why would I want to watch Fraser? But he's hanging out with eight fucking pe- other people, young people too. Yeah, yuck, yuck. <laughs> They're probably always on their iPads. Vegans. Vegan. They're on their vegan iPads. But he's probably yuck. is he vegan? I don't no. know. No, is, is he? He'd be like, oh, some truffles and uh, salmon, a salmon and uh, ca- the caviar. And also nobody else. Where's Niles? What are you doing? Where's this is Daphne? like season one Picard. Yeah, just put everybody in it. Yeah, put the dog back in it. Stuff yeah. the dog, put it on wheels, roll say, it on Say set. he's gotten cloned. Say like, he got we, cloned. We cloned the dog and the dad. Yeah. <laughs> the dad. Look, all I say is I hope they haven't closed the door on any of the characters in the show. Yeah. Like I hope they haven't been Niles exploded or whatever. Roz, is, Roz killed Niles and then she she killed herself. Yeah, exactly. That, right. I mean, that would be interesting. That would be very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and these young people would be like, we don't know who any of these people are. What are you are. talking about, what are you dad? Talking about? We're, we're new guys. We're new. We're new guys and we're vegan. Is he in New York? He's not in Seattle. Yeah. He moved. Yeah, no, no good. Where is Frasier revival set? Boston. Oh. Is that where Cheers is set? Maybe. Where is <laughs> Cheers? Cheers original is, is set. New York. Yeah, but so why are they doing – what's happening? If you put <laughs> – Okay, if you're sitting in Boston, you yes. just do Cheers as well, right? You just do Cheers. You do maybe Cheers, to... Fraser combination. Maybe that much. You're leaving money on the table. Maybe he goes back. Maybe he goes back to Cheers in the last episode. We don't know yet. Maybe the blue Exactly. Exactly. Maybe he goes back to. Maybe we're speaking too soon. Maybe at the end he's like, "Well, I'm. I haven't haven't worked out. Maybe he's, at the end he's like." He's, he's gotten along with his new friend. He doesn't like the new friends, yeah, the young sure, people yeah. who are all vegans or whatever. And he's and he's finally he's like, well, maybe they they finally get along. And then he's like, well, I'll take you to a little place I know. It's called Cheers. Yeah. And they go down to Cheers, and now it's a bloody vegan axe throwing place or something. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, this is vegan. Oh man, where's the caviar? Where's the ca- do they have caviar? Nope. <laughs> he would bring his own. He probably would bring yeah. his own. I want him to go. 
I want to check out a little place I know called Cheers because I want to know who's dead and who's not. That's right. <laughs> anyway, I got, a, uh, I got a tweet here from Nick Fisher who says, the results of the referendum gutted me, but hearing Mr. Sunday Movies give out, give out some suggestions for great films to watch cheered me up. Cheers, uh, Weekly Planet Pod. Yeah, thank you so much. And speak uh, for saying that. And, it, yeah, it'll be it, – I'm going to say it'll be fine. I don't know whether it'll be fine, mm. you know. Everything is ongoing. Everything is in flux. Things can still be changed. Mm. Speaking of suggestions, Mason. Go on. My pod's suggestible. Oh, yes. I've taken a hiatus. We did one more big episode. Yeah, the big episode. Uh, you finally promised you would. That's, that's right. So wow. that's out if you do want to check it out. It's the, uh, the less successful, successful podcast I did with my wife. Um, so, yeah, we basically talk about – The less successful podcast you did with your wife. Yeah, that's right because it is currently on hiatus mm. um, and it might be back in the new year or it might not. I don't know. It depends. Will we have another kid? I hope not. But what if we do? <laughs> How could you? Even older dads. You got it all taken off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you never know. Yeah. You never know, Mason, with mm, modern technology. That is so true. Uh, what else you got I'm going to find a letter. All right. Well, why are you doing that? that? It's from Quinton who says, Greetings and salutations, James and Mason. Have either you checked out slash heard Scud, the disposable assassin? Yeah, I remember Scud. I, me too, but I don't think I've ever read it. Oh, I read it back then. I day. bought the whole shebang full comic series and I think, it, uh, I think it's deranged enough to make a good TV show. Rob... He's done, stu- he's done stuff since then. Like he's, um, hang on, the guy who made that. Mason, why don't you search for a letter and I'll search okay, the other thing. Okay, if you could thing. do that. Rob Schraub. Rob Schraub. He's yeah. a TV guy now. He does a lot of TV stuff. Yeah, there you go. Um, he's on Harmontown. He's on the Sarah Silverman show. He's on Heat Vision and Jack. Oh, yeah. That show that got cancelled. Jack Black. Jack Black in like yeah, the yeah, 97 yeah, yeah. or whatever. Isn't he out from Lawrence? Lawrence. Lawrence. We've got Ben and Lawrence. That's right. Whoa. Hey, James and Mace, I want to give a late congratulations on the 500 episodes. Yeah. I started watching you guys when I was nine years old. <gasps> I should have asked you to brace yourself. That can't that. be true. With your Avengers Age of Ultron trailer videos and have been a faithful consumer of your content ever since. Consume. Consume. I'm now 18 and do grown-up stuff like college and work. Until Mace's contract is up, I'm not going to stop tuning in anytime soon. When is your contract up? Tomorrow. Oh. Thank you guys for always giving me something to look forward to and making me feel at home with friends that have the same obscure interests as me. Hope the next 500 are as great as the last. Can't wait for Snake Eyes next week. I know, right? How yeah. weird is it when we're like seven years older than some of our listeners? Right? It's crazy. So weird. Crazy. Yeah. Well, look at us. Look <laughs> at us. We're like old Gen Z. That's right. <laughs> we're just like old Gen Z. Thank you so much. Wow, what a journey. We're on TikTok. This one's from... <laughs> He's doing a dance. So some Nathan who says, I don't know what kind of dance is. Oh, he's pointing at different things. Yeah. He's doing the TikTok point. He's pointing at a McDonald's cup. He's pointing at the MCU book. He's pointing at his balls. Uh, Nathan says, are you guys going to watch the new Goosebumps show? I know it was mentioned in the last few episodes for a point two seconds, but you did say that Disney Plus needs to start doing things that aren't just Marvel and Star Wars. Uh, yeah, look, I probably won't watch. I said that, but I probably won't watch Goosebumps. Mm. I haven't watched anything Goosebumps in... Um, or read anything in like a long time. Mm. My kids are a little too young for Goosebumps. Yeah, right. If they're a little uh-huh. bit older, I probably would. Okay. Um, See, I've never, I've never read any of it. I so read it's, so many. You say it's too scary for. I would say so. Yeah. How yeah. old? How old do you think you have to be? For? I probably ten. I probably started about ten, eleven. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But you know, it depends on your kid. You That's know? true. It depends on your kid. Is your kid, a real gross kid who loves gross yeah, stuff. Yeah, if you're a gross, if you got a, you got a gross little rat bag kid. Yeah, like scary stuff. <laughs> if you gross little rat bag kid, kid is always like, for my birthday, I want a cake with a weird doll on it or whatever. <laughs> Watch Goosebumps. Yeah, get him the cake. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anything else, Mason? Uh, last week, uh, someone asked uh, on the podcast. Oh yeah. Um, is there someone you're? Is there an actor you're only familiar with from their like online presence, but not, but not them in, not them in anything? And I don't You've have any, but some, anything. Somebody said Stephen Seagal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if I've ever seen a like a full Stephen Seagal movie. You're right. 
Wow. Not even under siege. Not even two. under siege. Two, under the siege, one two, was under on the siege train. on the train. Wow. Oh, this train's under siege. Wow. They took my palm pilot. They did. He had to get his palm <laughs> pilot back. Yeah, he had his palm pilot back, yeah. They thought it just had recipes, but it also had a keto on it. Did it? Yeah, keto moves. Wow. So I could remember them. Well, why wouldn't yeah. you just remember them if it was a master of a keto? Yeah. Wouldn't you just remember them? Wouldn't muscle memory, well, he's not all muscle. But James, his muscle James, memory you don't, you don't know anything about that, and I'm going to destroy you with a keto. So if you could just attack me, <laughs> no, I don't if you want could it. just attack me, and I'll use your momentum, and then I'll and then I'll roll yeah, yeah, into yeah, the yeah. next room. Yeah, yeah, if you okay. Could do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've oh, rolled I'm out. I've rolled out the door. Yeah, I messed it up. <laughs> what? I'm not supposed to have rolled out the door. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay, I'm coming back now. Okay. Well, I'm going to find one. You should have looked on. at your palm pilot before you uh, <laughs> did yeah. your keto. My palm strike pilot. Yeah. Yeah. This is an email from Scott. The, the subject line says, D- Did James predict coronavirus? Yes. So I haven't read this, but I'm going to read it. There we um, go. Ooh. This is from Scott. He says, Hey, boys, while listening to the uh, 2019 Q&A episode on Big Sandwich, there we go. I noticed that the 133.14 mark, <laughs> James mentions a virus that will kill us all. Is James secretly a member of the Illuminati? Is this another piece of the puzzle as to what makes him tick? Yes, uh, uh, but also it didn't kill us all. That's true, it didn't. So, you know, yeah. it wasn't technically correct. Uh, but seriously, thanks for sharing these episodes. They are a goldmine to me, an avid listener. I especially enjoyed hearing more about Barry, but uh, still I'm stupefied as he can be possibly be funnier than you guys. Um, <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, he is funny though. Funny yeah, but guy. not as funny as us. I haven't seen him lately though. I've changed my mind. You think he's been, yeah. Yeah. I can imagine him being deeply sad also. Yeah, he's when he's deeply sad. He's, like, he's, deep, he's not deeply sad at the moment. Yeah, so when, when he's deeply sad, he's very funny. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> Go on. That's what I got. Wow. Should we wrap up the show then? Let's wrap up the whole show. Wow. Forever? Maybe I hear the blues are calling. Does that and scramble I think that's enough emails, Mason. That's plenty of emails. Yeah. I've got to go pick up some dogs. Literal dogs. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Not, not a metaphor. Okay. Well, folks, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Whoa. Episode 501, we've done it. We did it. A lot of people said, hey, congratulations on 500. Here's to 500 more. And I say yes, and then we stop. Yeah. <laughs> Never yep. again. Then we have a big lie down. Yeah, oh, another we do big it, lie we, down. We do episode 1000, we have a big lie down. And we then we reconsider yep. our life choices. And then we see if we do 500 more after that. I agree. So have, see how we go. Uh, folks, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you for liking the podcast and telling your friends about the podcast. Oh, my and God. And subscribing to the podcast, new podcast catcher of choice. That's right. And leaving a five-star review on said podcatcher. Do it in up. app. James probably has some five-star reviews. If you, if you leave a five-star review, James will read it out. This is from RobbieRob89. It says, five stars. I can't believe I've been listening to these fools for five years now. This is the first podcast I listen to on a regular basis, and I still do to this day. But if you ever change the theme song, I'll have to change this to a one-star review. Whoa. Well, I did. So this is after that? Yeah. Also, can I be the official Kentucky lawyer of the podcast? Yes. Are you sure. a big chicken? Are you a big city lawyer? <laughs> I or think I think or a, not a big, it'd be not a big city lawyer. A big he would say, do you open every like court case with, I'm no big city lawyer. If you could. And they're like, we're all not, none of us are big city lawyers. That's we're right. only Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. God. If you could open one of your court cases with that, we'd appreciate it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Re- record it on your phone. Yeah. Send it to us. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And this one's from Mark Fernando. He says, you guys are the best podcast of all time, hands down. I'm very into podcasts. Me too. But listening to this and many others around, be, been listening to this and many others for around eight years now. These guys are the best. They've inspired me to take up writing for film internships because of James' background and their common knowledge of all things in life as it relates to the greatest art film of all. 
of all time. It's truly magnificent and something very important. Thank you, guys. Thank you. You're welcome. Good luck with your internships. Folks, if you want to get and into writing. contact with us, you can go to uh, weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. You can also go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group. You can go to the Weekly Planet Podcast subreddit and Discord. Thank you to uh, Maisie and Sarabi and Fidel Woo! for moderating over there and getting all sorts of other stuff done, including YouTube, Weekly Planet Clips channels and TikToks and Woo! so on and so forth. Um, if you want to follow some people on the socials, first, I would recommend following our friend Rob Collins. He's at Rob Collins on Twitter. Whoa. He's at The Weekly Planet on Twiddle. He, twiddle. On Twiddle. He's on Twiddle. He'll keep you up to date on all things The Weekly Planet on Twiddle. That's right. Even if you don't want to, he if will. If you don't want to. Uh, also yeah. follow myself on Wikipedia Brown on Twitter and Nick Mace on Instagram. James is Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere. everywhere. If you'd like to support the show, you go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. You can chuck in a buck or an amount. You wouldn't miss if it was gone. You know, if you yeah. just fell out of your pocket. That's right. Fell out of your pocket down the street into the sewers. We'll take it. Yeah, we'll have it. We'll grab that shiny coin. As yeah, yeah it comes just tell it where sewer. it is and we'll go get it. That's right. We'll swim through all that various matter. <laughs> uh, or if you've got uh, some big, big bucks to spend, you can go to bigsandwich.co, sign up for mm-hmm. nine US dollars per month. You get bonus podcasts, early videos, movie commentaries, video game let's plays, and there's old Q&As. Bit of fun. Oh, yeah. Apparently. Apparently. They'll, they'll dig through like people are going to dig through like they dig through and they like they dug through on the MCU book. That's right. Find some dirty secrets about us. Because <laughs> next week will be our Halloween episode where we can do the Five Nights at Freddy's movies. We can watch Thor X, oh, yeah. which I think might be out on streaming this week. Oh. Uh, we could do New Halloween. New, new Hall- not Halloween. What's it called? The, the, the Exorcist. Oh, yeah. We could do all these good bad. movies. Yeah. No, I heard it's bad too. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, terrific. I love that. Uh, folks, thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk and Rackham for all our musical themes. T-shirts are over at tpublic.com. You search yeah, for The Weekly Planet, you'll find a T-shirt. Yeah, you'll find a T-shirt. Or a mug or a pillow or something. Yeah, yeah you're a mug. Oh, come on. Yeah, mate, that's for you. And that's the whole show? That's right. Next okay. week, something. I love that. And the week after, something else. Oh, my God. But then we stop. All right. <laughs> Great. So we're stopping at 5.03? Yeah, because then that means I've done 500. Oh, nice. I love that. <laughs> Great. All right. All right, thanks, everyone. Grab that, Jamie, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.